0: Welcome to another episode of the No Ceilings podcast. I am Tyler Metcalf, joined as always by Tyler Rucker. Rucker, how are we doing,
1: Metcalf? I'm doing great. It's been a good day. Um, You know, just been really, really kicking ass when it comes to being an adult. So I'm I'm pumped on life. Uh, Had a had a pretty good, solid Thursday. Friday is tomorrow when everyone's hopefully listening to this. But uh, things are going good. Also, I have to give you a quick shout out. Thank you for fixing your mic. I know everyone was too ashamed to say it last week, but yeah, you, you, you sounded you like really you were in back. another area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I escaped the tin can that I was trapped in. Um, you know, I, I invested in a big boy mic again, uh, so you know, just just technical difficulties, a little bit of a learning curve with the new setup, but we're, we're, we're raring to go. So I, you know, I'm just glad that you showed up on time and you're ready and you're prepped. So you know, w- what else can I ask for?
1: Turn it over a new leaf. I'm trying to be <laughs> early now. You know, it, always be early in life. So Metcalf jokes because I'm usually like two minutes late or like, oh gosh, hold on. I'm setting up. So um I was early. I was anxious today. And I feel like we got a
0: fun one. It's gonna get a little crazy. Yeah. So obviously, as you can tell by the title, uh, we're gonna do a little uh stock game with these prospects. And if you're like, hmm, that sounds familiar, that doesn't sound like an original idea. That's because it's not. Uh <laughs> listeners of the Ryan Rosillo podcast will uh should be uh, have fond memories of his QB stock game. And this is basically the exact same thing just with these draft prospects. Um, the way we're doing it is we're basing it off of the kind of composite top 50 board that Corey puts out on no ceilings uh, basically once a month um, where he takes all of the main sites, compiles them into aggregate rankings between ESPN bleacher report, no ceilings um, the athletic, the ringer, I think a couple other sites as well and we get a top 50 for right now. Uh, they'll eventually get bumped out to 60. But what we're doing is we set the base price at $100 and the price per share for each prospect is going to be that base price of 100 divided by their average ranking. So, the price for Victor is that 100 divided by 1, which was his average. So, he's $100 per share. Now, if we wanted to buy a share of CleoWare. that would be the base price of $100 divided by the average ranking of 17.6, which is $5.68 a share. Now, the whole point of this is to kind of earn a profit, you know, not, not a real profit, obviously, but on these guys as they either rise or fall throughout the remaining period of this draft process, and their final sell price will be the spot that they get drafted at. Rucker, was that entirely confusing? Did that make any sense? How are we feeling? 50-50. Um, no, Perfect. I'm kidding.
1: That, that that made some sense. It's going to be fun. Um, and like Metcalf says, if anyone's not familiar with this on noceilingsmba.com, Corey does this once a month. It's it's the the draft stock market where it's basically just averaging out where everyone is around the, uh, the World Wide Web, on the line. So Corey does a great job with this. It's actually a really cool thing that he's implemented since last year um i love to look at it because yeah. it kind of gives you a a, a map a road map of where everyone is on each site and um take a thon sports illustrates on there too so this is going to be a fun exercise you hit me up this morning with this idea kind of a curveball and you know rusillo does awesome stuff on his show so i was like yeah we can we can yeah. get a little crazy in the lab and make our own version of this for everyone listening, I know you can't see what I'm looking at, but Metcalf's got a document in front of my face. It's got everyone's name on it, and he's got them, you know, broken down to a dollar. And sometimes there's some weird numbers there, so my head's going to hurt. I'm going to do a lot of math during this, but Metcalf's also, you know, big finance guy, so he's going to carry the load, and I'm going to be the guy that's just going to be, you know, rambling about basketball players. And I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> um, you know, so
0: it, it, it's going to be fun. I mean no, nothing screams fun, like playing around with Excel. Am I right? I mean, just talk about a way to end your week.
1: Oof. Yeah, no, I mean, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't disagree more, but you know, some people everyone has their own little weird thing they have to do, and you just like Excel, so I get it.
0: Um, uh, and, and,
1: and I just have to say this because it feels wrong that we're 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 giving Corey all this credit, but I have to give him. He writes this line every time and I love it in the article. it says, nobody, and I don't care if you're Jonathan Gavoni. Tyler Metcalf, or if you're B- Jimmy Buffett, nobody knows if a stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circles. So we're going to have some fun. Um, I'm going to make a ton of money. You know, <laughs> Metcalf's going to look at me at the end of the year and be like, you are an animal. You're a genius. So I'm pretty pumped about this.
0: Yeah. So a couple things that I forgot to mention. Uh, we'll both be working off of a budget of $1,000. Yes. Um, and anyone who's not listed in that top 50 currently, um their price will be a dollar so they're basically we're treating them like penny stocks basically um the lowest one on that top 50 is ricky council uh who's who was the 50th rated overall um with an average ranking of 52.9 and a price per share of a dollar 89 so it felt like a dollar for those unlisted guys who didn't break into that top 50 felt fair um and at the end of the year, obviously at draft time, we'll figure out who had the biggest profit or loss. And who who knows, maybe we'll work in a little summer league bet where loser has to buy a round or something. So,
1: yeah, I like that.
0: Alrighty. Um, Oh, and then once one of us buys a player, invest in a player, the other person that they are then off the table for the other person.
1: That's a big one that we almost forgot to mention. And for everyone, let me remind you, this is not just, you know, you hear Ricky council. The fourth is, 50th on the board that's not just no ceilings that is the average you know no ceilings we had them at 36 because we're good guys we like guys that shoot in the mid-range but this is going to be fun um i'm really excited about this and i love the the wrinkle of if a guy gets nominated you can't get him i think that's important and it's gonna make this even more challenging as we move on and you know i'm i'm excited to try to find some penny stocks you, you threw that at me right before we hit let's go <laughs> on the air so i'm excited to sort of dive into the weaves, but because you thought of this, I don't want you to make me go first. I want to see what the finance guy wants to do first, because you were so eager about this. I'm going to throw it right back at you. So Metcalf hit me with it. Let's start this off. Let's make some money, you know, ring the damn bell and let's, let's see what Metcalf's got for his first
0: stock. Who are you buying? Okay. Well, I might rip your heart out right here, but I'm going with a guy that you immediately called out for not being listed on this. I'm going with the penny stock, Jalen Hood um <laughs> I have him on
1: my list. <laughs> this is the worst exercise ever. I've, no, okay, but hey, that's a good one though because I was shocked. I was like, wow, JAH isn't on here?" So, okay, how much are you getting? Let's talk to me.
0: I'm gonna go 150 shares, so $150. That leaves me with 850 remaining. But okay, why? What's going on with? jalen stock because i don't think any of us at no ceilings have really wavered uh the back issues have you know never good when an 18 year old is having back issues but he came back and is lighting up the world so where is all of where where's why isn't there more love for hood Shafino right now
1: you know, I'm not sure. I just, um, I just did an episode with Draft Act. Shout out Albert. Albert was sick and you know a little under the weather. He's on the IR right now, so I had to step in for him. And me and Corey got to talk a lot about Jalen Hudgins, you and and that's the biggest question we had on our mind was, you know, we recorded it Wednesday and uh, we just were like, what's going on? I mean, like he, a lot of previous big boards and mocks, he wasn't even there, and we were like, what is going on? You know, six foot six. Freshman, got off to a slow start this year, was a starting point guard at Montverde, had great high school tape, looked very, very intriguing, goes to Indiana, gets a little bit slow run to start the season, and then, you know, Xavier Johnson goes down in that backcourt against Kansas, and since then, Hood Sheffino's just been on fire, and um, he had a he had tough last night shooting wise, but still ended up with a good box score. If you want to look at it that way, but the flashes are outstanding right now. I mean, he's really putting it together and it's funny. Cause you saw a couple of updated mainstream mock drafts today. And all of a sudden Hutch is making a <laughs> storm back up some boards. So I was like, Oh, interesting timing. But, um, you know, for your first call, I, I still have not wavered on Fina. Yeah. I want to say that. Like I, I still got him in my top 20. I will die on that Hill. If, if I end up being wrong there, I'm fine with it. And you know, my first round of asking around today, I, it was my first guy I asked about and everyone said, no one, I haven't heard anything. So I was like, what's okay. You guys are feeding the beast right now. So I don't know Metcalf. I, I'll, I'll be crazy and and go down fighting and swinging on that one. But I absolutely love the way he plays the game. And I think, you know, for your first pick, that's a pretty good one, but you did rip my heart out there. That was, I thought
0: I was going to steal that one. Yeah, and it's just weird that a six-six point guard who's an awesome defender, awesome playmaker, and starting to really show some capabilities of shooting, um, both off the catch and off the dribble, who went to Montverde was a five-star recruit, is just falling off the face of the earth in terms of b- buzz and the NBA draft. Uh, obviously, you know there's concerns about the injury, and whenever guys get hurt, they inevitably just fall down because we don't get used to watching them. But it just doesn't make sense, the the rapid fall from grace that he had. Because I never felt like there was a game or a stretch of games this year where it's like, oh, God, what is this? Where it's like, these are really glaring red flags. And he came back from injury. He's operating the pick and roll like he's a fifty year senior. Um, he's shooting off the bounce. He's shooting off the catch getting to the rim. He's looking away defenders, um, just constantly no look passing to cutters and, you know, weak side shooters. I'm really excited about him and he's closer to being in my lottery than after 20. I agree.
1: I, I, I keep looking at him and we had a rude conversation in the group chat for no ceilings the other morning. And I was just like, he keeps playing like this through conference play. We're going to have some, some difficult conversations with some of these guards when you're comparing Huchafina to them, because you know, and even he's not going to just be a, a guy that can handle the ball at the next level. He's going to be a combo guard. And, mm-hmm. you know, talking to Corey on the draft deck, I even said like, Hey, there was a six, six combo guard last year that got drafted in the top 10 by the name of Dyson Daniels. And now I know Dyson Daniels is a much, much better defender than Shafino potentially will ever will be. But a lot of similarities. And, and when you have size and versatility position wise, Um, NBA teams are going to be in love with you. And I I still think his stock's going to heat up. Also, Corey was saying. Hood Scafino. No, I don't know how he was saying it, but he had me in a brain twister the whole time. So I just only call him Jalen. So yeah, there you go. JHS.
0: Okay. Okay. Who you got for your first one?
1: I'm going to take a a page out of your book too. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw 150 at Mike miles, junior, my guy. Um, and can you please confirm he's not on that list? Cause I've looked through it like 10 times, but <laughs> this is my guy. I love me some Mike miles, junior um, Playing at TCU. He's a junior, but I believe he's young for being a junior. I believe yeah. I believe
0: that was always the, the case with him where I remember last year, I was like, God, this guy's a sophomore, but he's younger than, you know, you know, he was younger than a handful of freshmen. He, was, he he's one of those guys yeah, so I mean, I'll get the exact stuff up right now while
1: I'm talking to everybody, but you know, he's um, he's a bull. And if you go watch that game against Baylor, he was an absolute machine. Um, he just turned twenty in August. So he'll be a twenty one years old, probably right after summer league. Which is great for the team drafting him because they don't have to worry about Mike Miles going into the clubs. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure he'll be able to get in anyways from some of the stuff I've seen. But and I'm not talking about Mike Miles. I'm talking about I've seen plenty of players there um, at club. But focusing Mike Miles, <laughs> just just a an absolute animal. I love how tough he is. I think he's going to be a guy that plays at the next level, a really, really long time. Even if it doesn't happen right away, I think he's just going to survive. He's going to figure out a way to get into rotation. I've just been really impressed with him this year. I mean, he looks so dang explosive when it comes to coming in and out of his gears and looks nasty. So I, I think that's going to be a guy that, you know, he's not in the top 50 here, but I, I see Mike Miles moving up some boards probably, or at least some team's going to be in love with him.
0: Yeah, and that that's kind of been the the thing with him, his entire kind of college career so far, um, because at, at TCU, like his – freshman and sophomore years, like this guy's just kind of a chucker like he's out there taking a ton of shots a ton of really tough shots some nights the results are incredible others are not but then you see him go play in FIBA and he's playing an entirely different role but still bringing that team success with it where he's playing more of that off ball guard he's more conservative with his decision making and shot selection and passes because he's not in that role where he has to do everything where he has to be that offensive engine on every single possession and that versatility of being able to be that ball dominant scorer who can go get their bucket in all three levels or be that off ball guy who can be a connector and attack closeouts or, you know, just hit down a corner three. That's a really awesome skill that, uh, you know, not many guards have because they always grow up playing with the ball in their hand and learning to do, to be productive and a positive contributor without the ball. That's really hard. And we're seeing that from some guys in this class and, at the end of the day they're gonna nba teams love guys who can play a variety of roles and can be put in a bunch of different rosters that can do a bunch of different things and they don't have to wait for those skills to come along i think mike miles is going to be one of those guys it's just
1: going to be interesting to see if he he gets some it's one of those guys i'm wondering if we're going to overthink it teams are going to look at him and like eh, is he going to be able to play it? and i just feel like mike miles is going to figure it out and He's going to end up being in rotation. Everyone's going to be like, what were we thinking? Mike Miles looks like a guy's going to play 10 years in the league. So, I don't know. I'm just a huge fan. Um, I'll be fascinated to see if his stock starts to kind of heat up again because I feel like he got some buzz last year and then it cooled off. And, you know, I think TCU is starting to to show that they got the potential to be kind of a, a tough team to deal with throughout the rest of the year. And we know how stock can get – going crazy around the the tournament if you have a lengthy run and there's a lot of eyes on you around the nba world so we'll see but you know for a penny stock i absolutely love that especially after you took Hutch, you know i had a
0: bounce back Jalen. um before we move on do yep. you have any concerns about the shooting numbers um so just to kind of run through them By year, Uh, 4.6 three-point attempts as a freshman at 36%, 4.7 attempts last year at 29.5%, and now only 3.9 attempts at 31.4%. And then the free throw his freshman year, three attempts a game at 82.7%, four and a half last year at 75.9%, and 7.7 attempts per game, which is incredible, but at 69%. Do you have any concerns about the shot?
1: I don't think so. I think he gets to a point where he's got to carry the load a little bit offensively. Um, I think me and you did a previous episode. We talked about like I, the free throw percentage is always so weird, but I feel like it's going to go back up, but he's also just a streaky guy that, you know, he, I think he loves to do his damage around the basket off the bounce and gets to the mid range. And then all of a sudden he hits a couple threes and it's like, Oh, Mike miles feels like the, the baskets, you know, the ocean right now. And that's where he's thrown it. So, I'm not too worried about it. And this we're talking about a guy that's probably going to end up being an early to mid second round pick if he's moving up some boards and teams are going to draft him with the idea of like, we could get some great value um, to add in a rotation. I think he could be a guy that ends up at the end of the first, but he's going to need to keep pumping out some really, really impressive performances like Baylor. So we'll, we'll wait and see, but you know, this is the time of the year where we get to conference play. And all of a sudden some guys start getting a little bit of an extra pep in their step after, you know, a big game. And I think Mike miles is quickly getting on the radars of, okay, we got to watch out.
0: All right. Well, with my next one, um, I'm going to go, I I, got to find a little more balance, you know, can't just go all penny stocks Um, have to diversify a little bit, get a little bit safer. And I'm going to go with a guy who, his average ranking is 14.8. Um, I think it could very easily jump into the top 10 come draft time. Uh, and that's jet Howard, uh small forward from Michigan who currently is playing against Iowa right now and has just a bonker stat line. Um, have you seen this Rucker? I've only
1: saw when he was, he had a uh, 17 of their first 28 points. And I said, jet Howard's having a pretty good evening, but I yeah, haven't so- updated
0: it. He currently has 31 of their 65. Um, he's 12 of 16 from the floor, 7 of 9 from 3. Um, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, one turnover, uh, zero fouls. We call Two that else. an
1: NBA 2K My Player Box score. <laughs> Just shoot. <laughs> no, but I mean, I I feel like we were patiently waiting for a game where he caught fire and now it's like, okay, this is awesome. And then the funniest was I looked up and he had 17 and Chris Murray had
0: 12. And I was like, oh gosh,
1: they're both going to score like a <laughs> hundred.
0: Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with 40 shares at $6 and 76 cents a share uh, total cost of $270 and 27 cents. Um, and that brings me to a remaining budget of just under $580.
1: Okay. So the least surprising thing ever is you go get Jet Howard, but I I love that out of you. Okay. Cause you are going to get me in a dangerous world if I had to do it. So how many shares did you do? 40. 40. Okay. All right. Let's talk. Let's figure this out. Um, I'm getting to a point. You know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to do 60 shares of, Maxwell Lewis. Oh, damn, yeah. yeah. At three dollars and thirty-eight cents a share. Yeah. So yeah. you throw that. That's, I probably should have done a little bit more, but I'm also I'm a, I'm one of those guys that you, if you ever do auction drafts for all my fantasy players out there, I'm a big wait till the end guy because I like to save my money when everyone's run out of money. And I'm like, let me get the guys for, you know, cents. You know, I'm gonna make Metcalf spend all of his money so I can be like, oh, okay, I got some money left. Let's see what we're gonna do here. But, you know, Maxwell Lewis at three dollars and thirty eight cents right now seems like a robbery because, yeah, he's gonna start raising up in a hurry um for everyone listening that's checked out the YouTube channel. I appreciate it. it's we're we got some more midterms coming out, and one of those is Maxwell Lewis. I just finished right before we hit record. boy, is he fun um. He's just got, I I was very impressed watching his post work. He's got some stuff down there that I was uh, not expecting to be as intrigued with. I was just like, Oh, there's some footwork. There's some, some versatility because you, you see some of his games, he's just bombing away from deep and taking guys off the dribble. And then I was like, Oh, they post him up a good amount and just seeing some of his like shoulder fakes and, you know, just for how raw he is with his background and everything. I was like, okay, there's some stuff here. That's going to make you a little bit of a
0: problem. So I like that. I think I'm going to make some money on that Metcalf. I a thousand percent think you will. Uh, that was going to be my next one. Um, the fact that his average ranking for this exercise, um, was 29.6 feels kind of ridiculous given what his offenses looked like. Um, so at sixty dollars or sixty shares at three thirty-eight a share, uh, that was a total of two oh two seventy, and you. you have six hundred forty-seven dollars and thirty cents remaining. We talked about max lewis um the other week during our panic meter episode, mm-hmm. and we were getting a little concerned because mm-hmm. of the defense. Has your thought process on that end of the floor changed at all? Yeah, a little
1: bit. I think I've calmed down a, a tiny, like a smudge. I think I'm trending, like I'm cooling down. Um, the, the water was heating up and you t- you take it off the back burner, but I think it's just, he had a, who did he just play? And I, I watched, I was like, oh, I, he actually looked a lot better. Um, was it Gonzaga? No, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm blanking off the top of my head, but I think it's just going to be growing pains because of how raw he is. And you're seeing a lot of stuff where like, I think the footwork and on ball stuff is where he needs to really like the next part of his development needs to be the on ball stuff. Um, In the beginning of the year, I thought it was just a little late to react to some stuff. And it came Mm -hmm. to like being too upright or when you're trying to open up your hips, you waste this extra time to get where you want. And, smart ball handlers and quicker players are going to eat you alive there but you see some off ball stuff you see some recognition you see some awareness and I think you know it's just one of those guys the offensive upside is clearly clicking and like the development I wanted to say is clearly clicking and taking that next step now once that starts to come together you're hoping that the defense is the next part and then those two kind of merge and then you you keep adding to each part, but I think he's just going to be one of those guys that we, we talked about in the panic meter episode. He's going to be so special offensively that you're going to just have to be patient with the defense. He's going to have to get coached up and it's going to take a little bit of time, but there's a lot of tools. He's, he's extremely raw. And um, I, I, I didn't want to bring it up because I'm just don't know, but he started basketball way late in his career, right? What is the, the I believe so.
0: Yeah. So he's still, I I, I don't remember exactly when, but I, I think he basically didn't start playing organized basketball till like mid high school or early high school. And I'm Um, sorry
1: for everyone. I I mean, I'm on the air. I'm not going to sit here and just look it up for 20 minutes and I'm sorry that I'm bringing it up now, but it's fascinating. Um, I'll make an editor's note or something to bring it up in a future episode, but it's just goes to tell you some guys, everyone clicks at different times. And I think we're starting to see the Maxwell Lewis, you know, resurgence of confidence right now where he's like okay i can play i can i can belong out here so
0: um yeah i i absolutely love that yeah and like th- there are a lot of games where he'll have a bunch of turnovers or errant passes um and like a really loose handle and without that context it's like oh god what is this dude doing like he is way he's playing outside of what his capabilities are like this dude has not a pro but then you think back it's like okay no he's young in terms of basketball experience and he's trying stuff right now that is going to pay dividends down the road and that's what once I kind of started thinking about it that way is like oh okay these aren't bad turnovers these are stuff where he's experimenting with you know a hesitation into a crossover into a spin step back mid-range jumper it's like oh crap like that's a pro move and Sometimes, you know, when he spins or goes behind his back, he loses it and it ends up in a turnover. But the more he does that, the more he figures out the speed and the timing um, and the footwork of all those moves. It's like, God, then you pair that with the shot. There is a lot to get really, really, really excited about offensively. And it's kind of at the point where it's like, that's good enough to kind of trump the defensive concerns I have, you know, regardless of how glaring i think some of the defensive stuff may be
1: i'm right there with you i can i completely agree um, um,
0: all right hit me with it um you've got I'm five to... around 580 left right uh correct okay. uh five yeah um so i'm going to go 50 shares of noah Clowney. uh who is
1: stop stealing my picks <laughs>
0: Price per share of two twenty nine for a total of one hundred fourteen dollars and forty two cents. Um, Clowney was came out ranked with the average ranking of forty three point seven, which feels egregious. Um, I know I was a little later to the Noah Clowney bandwagon. Um, yeah, talk the to the No You're getting. Um,
1: you're, are you buying in now? I know you're buying stock on them, but you know
0: you're thinking with yeah, your so head, not your heart. I have them at twenty two right God. now. Um, and I, he's just one of those guys where I, I just wanted to see it continue. Where he had like two hot games, everyone jumped in, was like, This is God's gift to the world. He is the next amazing athletic, versatile power forward. Um, you know, who's ever graced us. I'm like, Well, he's had like one game of awesome production against South Dakota State, I think it was. So maybe let's see that continue for like three weeks. I don't know. Um, but then it has, you know, obviously not to the same level, but it's been the spot of shooting, the pick and pop shooting, the athleticism, the team defense, the way he moves his feet and space defending. Um, I think he can throw a bunch of different looks defending the pick and roll. His weak side shot blocking is really good, really, really great. Um, I worry a little bit about the upside. I don't think he can create much off the bounce. I don't think he's ever going to be asked to, though. Um, but for what he his role currently is as this athletic, versatile defender who can hit pick and pop threes uh you know finish with big dunks at the rim I think there's a lot to like there and I given how raw he still is and how productive he still is there's just a lot of signs of him continuing to grow into a really fascinating player um yeah
1: I'm right there with you the the more I watch of Noah Clowney I feel like there's a lot of Potential for him to just slowly keep creeping up boards, keep creeping up because he's, he's smart. He looks like he's got the upside to step out and hit that outside shot. I know plenty of people have thrown some, some Al Horford vibes um, towards Clowney, which I'm like, okay, Hey, let's calm down. Um, Yeah. Give, give some respect to big Al, but I do like what Clowney's shown. I think he's one of those bigs that looks like he's got some serious skills to that look like they could come together and really develop. So that was my next pick. You're, you you keep stealing guys. So See, you, you're um, really
0: regretting letting me go first now.
1: Yeah. So so talk. Give me the numbers real quick because as much as I love you, I don't trust you. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. But I'm just
0: writing it down. So how much? What did you do? Um, Noah Clowney, fifty shares at two twenty nine a share for a total cost of one fourteen point forty two. Um, I have $465 and 31 cents remaining. Okay. I don't need decimals. Okay. We don't need to show off here with your Excel f- fanatics. Um, yeah, the, 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 re- really, really tough addition and subtraction math going on. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> well, you know what? I- I'm going to make some money and we're going to buy the Knicks with this next one. So <laughs> here's, here's a, yeah, we're not buying the Suns. We're buying the Knicks um, top dollar. We're going to pay over price. Um. Uh, I'm gonna say, give me, give me 50 shares of freshman wing, Bryce Sensabaugh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You thought you didn't know that was. was I'm I'm making money. I'm thinking with my head, not my heart. And uh, Sensabaugh is on fire right now. Um, You know, playing at Ohio State. If you're not familiar with this game, he's just been a bucket. He's he's been a machine. You know, the ranking right here has got him at 24 for 4 bucks a share. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yes, I'll take that. He's going to keep going up. Um, I'll I'll get the stats up in a second. But I I did a little splits breakdown today of him, and I was shocked to see just how ridiculous his splits are when it comes to – he started off the year coming off the bench for Ohio State. Eventually, he was just making so many buckets that they are like, okay, I guess we need to play (laughs) this guy extended minutes. And I was like, yeah, it took you long enough. But um, it's just really impressive. And and I think at first he looked like a guy that was just a microwave option coming off the bench. And now you're starting to see a little bit more stuff. And I also just love the guys that are big bodied that looks like, you know, they're just going to be tough to deal with because they just know how to make tough shots. But um, his first eight games coming off the bench, he was averaging 14 a game with three rebounds, shooting splits of 49, 46, 83 in 17 minutes, which is pretty dang good. And then his last seven games as a starter, he's averaging 19 and six on shooting splits of 53, 40, 75. He's a bucket. He, he, and I, what I'm trying to get at with this whole rant is NBA teams are always going to be hunting for guys that can give them buckets and potentially be an offensive spark. And, you know, sense of all what he's around six, six and, I think he's gonna be a he's got a good shot and I think he's just gonna be a a guy that's gonna keep rising because I think some teams are just gonna be like, hey, we need offense, Sense the ball can shoot the lights out. So um there you go. There's my there's my next pick. What am I at? Hit me with my numbers.
0: Um, so that one cost you two hundred and two dollars and forty three cents. Uh you have four forty four remaining. Um I'm I'm just ahead of the curve. <laughs> Are you are you
1: are you warming up on Sensible? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we, we haven't talked about sensible on here. Uh we've no, talked no. we've had plenty of words in the group chat. Um some more flattering than others. Yes, but some much more flattering than others. <laughs> um I mean I have moved him up to 24 because at this point just the, the pure bucket getting is undeniable. Um the, the shot is super smooth. Um I, I think he's gonna be a really high level you know, at least two level score, mid range and outside. Um, Some of his cutting, I think has been really good. And we're starting to see some of the passing come along where he's actually passing, uh, which in the beginning of the season, he wasn't. Um, I think the defense is a complete nightmare. I don't think an NBA team is ever going to be drafting him for his defense though. I also worry that every single shot he takes is tough. Um, He doesn't create a whole lot of space but he knows how to maximize those tiny windows that he does create. I'm a little concerned as to how effectively that and his kind of inability to get to the rim on his own is going to transfer to the NBA. Um, Are you seeing the same thing or just uh, am I out of my mind?
1: No, 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 no. I think you're right. You're right. You're spot on. I think there's a, a dangerous path that we're always going to walk. And you have to kind of debate within yourself of, is this a guy that's just going to be a natural tough bucket getter? Or is this going to turn into a problem at the next level? And I do, I'm one of those guys that believes like, if you're a tough shot maker, that is a skill. I think that is an ability to not be bothered when someone's all over your face. But there's also guys that, you know, you do that at, at college and doing that against a lot tougher, quicker defenders is going to be another world. So it's going to be a debate with sensible moving forward. Um, I, I think the, the recent flashes of passing ability and a little bit more versatility are promising, but you know, you, you bring up good points defensively, but I, when you're getting to a specific, and I don't mean this to sound like a negative, but like a specialist by sensible, mm-hmm. like teams are going to look at him and be like, he's offense. If we need offense. Yeah. He is. He's going to be an offense on the wing. So I think that's where you're going to you're going to be drafting him for that and trying to convince yourself like hey we'll figure out the defense or we have a good roster that can hide it and um we need a guy that can shoot the lights out. So um yeah, that's all I got. But go ahead, you're up next sir. Okay, the floor um, is yours.
0: I'm going to go with another penny stock here and a player who is almost the exact opposite of Bryce Sensaba um i'm going 50 shares of andre jackson from you i swear i was literally <laughs>
1: taking
0: him next it's like we do a podcast together
1: that's a good one i want to hurt on that one i was like oh gosh can i sneak andre jackson um okay so talk to me about andre you've we talked about him on one of our our ceiling riser episode have you watched a little bit more are you still there or are you
0: just feel the exact same i feel the exact same yeah. i have him at 21 um Where do i have them the shot obviously is what it is i think it needs a lot of work i think his touch is okay though i think it's workable um but just the way he impacts the game and literally every other area is absurd um and his usage is super low and his you know, assist rate is really impressive. Um, I don't have it in front of me this second, uh, one second, let me filibuster and just make noise. Great podcasting. Um, but yeah. And so according to Bartorvik and his usage is at 16 and his assist rate is 27 and a half, which is just ridiculous though. So that just really points to his quality decision-making, the way he reads the floor, the way he's able to, um, you know, really spray the ball around and make everyone else on the floor better. Um, I think he does that on both ends with his offense and his defense. So I, I, I think an NBA team is going to buy into him um no later than top 40. And if that happens, I'm going to return a, a, a nice little profit on that.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Um
0: So where are you at now? Hit me with the update. So I have four hundred and fifteen dollars remaining. You have four forty-four.
1: Man, yeah, only fifty bucks on Andre. I was about to give him some some serious coin. Um where am I going? Okay, let's get let's have a little fun here. I'm gonna take 10 shares of Jaris Walker at number wow. 10. At nine dollars, I'm buying that. Give me that. He's gonna go up. We're hey, any profit we can take, we're we're gonna buy low and sell high, you know? So, um, I love Jairus Walker. I mean, I I just continue to watch him and now we're all of a sudden seeing a guy that's starting to put up some numbers and this is going to get really scary in a hurry. So, um, I think he's got the potential to go much earlier than a ranking of 10.3. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take that one or 10.4, even better. Um, so I, I love that one, Metcalf. I've, just keep i keep watching the guy it's like the more film we get the more i'm just convinced of like oh this guy's gonna be a perfect fit somewhere and i don't i don't know if he's gonna be a bad fit anywhere i feel like he's just got that
0: versatility and that talent so we've been super high on jeres since the summer when we started doing the high school breakdowns um how how high do we think he could go? Because he's obviously on a little bit of a heater right now with the shooting and the scoring um, and the game against, uh, I'm blanking on who they just played. I think it was Tulsa maybe where he just went off and had like 25. Um, he was showing a little bit of like mid-range step backs, getting to the rim. I, I, I have him at three on my board. And I, I think he's going to be one of those guys where no matter what he shows this year at Houston and how – productive and impressive it is i still think there's so much more there below the surface
1: i have him at 4 and i moved them back up um because and i think he's got a real shot to go top 5 and i know everyone's going to think that sounds crazy but i the, i've watched him i'm doing a, a project on him for i'm going to bring back the prospect series it's you know i'm trying to get done with the midterms and then i'll i'll post that when i'm done so everybody been on look for that but i've I've watched everything with his game, and a lot of people fascinate about his shot, and I get it because it's it's something that needs to you know go in the right direction for mm-hmm. his his skill set to really be flourishing. But he's got some stuff going on offensively that I think is going to make him a problem um, at the next level in a good way, and and yeah, like when he clo- when he gets a pass and he just attacks someone that's got all of their momentum coming out and he just attacks them off the dribble. And then that floater he's throwing up like his touch is really good. It's unbelievable. Like, and it's, it's becoming a weapon. And I know some of those shots, like I don't love, like he, he, I think it was against Virginia. He had one or no, maybe not what, maybe it wasn't Virginia. um Maybe it was, did they play Bama or who did they play at home? And they lost to Bama Bama. So I, He had one against Bama. I think he went like took it off the dribble to the left and like threw it right hand off the glass Mm -hmm. and ended up rolling in. But I was like, I don't know if we want to go that one consistently, but his mid range, like attack the middle, stop on a dime and throw up a little baby hook. He's got the floater and he's got touch around the basket. Some of the footwork he's shown has been just awesome. Um, he's got a lot of stuff that he's starting to develop as like, this is my weapon. This is another thing I can do. And, and just his speed off the dribble and ability to, to have awareness and read defenders that are all out of whack. I'm like, Hey, that's stuff where like, if your shot continues to progress, that stuff's going to be even more dangerous because they're going to try to close out on you. And the playmaking just keeps coming alive. And we we've, gosh I've watched his defensive stuff and I'm just like oh my gosh so um I'm not trying to rant about him the whole time but I I just I really think there's a shot he goes top five I I really do and and he needs to keep playing like he's been playing he's gonna have these peaks and valleys because Houston's just got a a wagon of a team but if they have a deep run and Jairus Walker's having a 20 point outing in the tournament we're gonna have that conversation again
0: yeah and I I obviously have him at three. So top five feels conservative for me. Um, I I just think he's really special on both ends of the floor. And everything you hear from that program is how impressive his work ethic is and how hard he works and how much better he wants to get by the day. So it's hard to bet against those types of players. Um, Love that out of you. Um, All right. So my next pick, um, I'm going to go 25 shares at 962 a share of ran repair um good, that's a good one so repair his average ranking is 24.1 uh at four dollar er, or hold up
1: yeah see you can't even do math how's that excel working out for I click you click on
0: the wrong one i clicked on the wrong number oh jesus classic metcalf races. guy doesn't even okay, know so see i i get do. i get even a better deal here so you know just $4 and 15 cents a share at forty-five yeah, shares okay. for a total of one hundred three seventy-three. Um, awesome defender just came back from a, a wrist injury. Uh, haven't been able to really dive in to his film yet, but it sounds like things are looking really good for him. Um, I thought the shot was trending in the right direction before the injury. Hopefully that kind of continues. It's always tough to really catch up again after wrist injuries on the shooting hand. I think it was the shooting hand. Um, but the the defense alone is incredible, and it wouldn't surprise me if someone buys into him top twenty five, top twenty.
1: Yeah, I watched him overseas um, before he was going to play in the NBL with the New Zealand Breakers, and I was like, "Uh oh, here we go here's the here's the defensive specialist with the upside, the athletic freak that everyone's going to get really excited about." And with this international class, you know, obviously you get behind besides Victor we're trying to find a guy that makes some noise and repair was making some serious buzz. um, And then had that wrist injury and he just returned. The shot looks good. He's going to be a really fun piece to develop because that defense he's lengthy as shit. I mean, he's quick, he's athletic, he's super lengthy. And I know every fan base that you've, you know, we've all had those draft picks. They're like, Oh, he's, defensive guy with some potential and we all have those moans and groans when it comes to like, Oh, if the shot comes around, his shot looks like it's going to come around. It looks smooth. And, um, I, I feel like I a a couple episodes. I was like, there's, someone's going to start making some noise in the international class. I have a feeling it's going to be repair. And then I think, uh, shout out Jeremy Wu. I think Jeremy Wu had him going 13th today. And I was like, okay, Jeremy, here we go. You're, you're, you're starting that storm. But I just think there's going to be a lot of fans of his, his tools and his skill set. I mean, a wing with athleticism that could really do some problems on the defensive side of the ball. So that's a good one. Um, I was, I was up on my list too. So you're, you're really kicking my ass right now with, <laughs> with taking some of the guys I love. Okay. All right. So where are you at? Update me
0: with the dollars. Update um, I me, have, please. Sorry, I have, if you don't mind. 311 remaining. You have 348, 71. Oh gosh unbelievable
1: okay um i'm going to uh, i'm going to i'm going to stay hot here i'm going to give give me uh i want 20 shares of Keontae george at uh 10.3 right now come on give me a break but he uh, that's at 9.71 a share yeah Correct. give me 20 um Keontae's just continues to impress me. I've I've been a very big fan. I think the only thing I'm waiting for, this is a question I have for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So Keontae's coming off a just monster game against West Virginia, where I think he got a little bit of a, okay, it's been fun passing, but let me take over. (laughs) And uh, what he had more than 30 points in that game. He was fantastic. He hit some ridiculous shots for everyone that I talked about. I'm putting the mid uh, Maxwell Lewis midterms up tomorrow morning. There's also going to be a Keontae one. So go check that out. Um, that was a very fun one to do, especially when I got to the playmaking. My question to you, Mr. Metcalf, mad scientist. Are we worried about the percentages or are we kind of throwing that of like, hey, no, because we know what he can be offensive. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. hey, he takes some tough shots, but I also think like if Keontae was shooting 40, 40, 80 right now, I'd be like, okay, we need to have a, talk (laughs) (laughs) like everyone needs to have a talking and and I think just I've seen some of the shots he takes he takes some tough ones I also think it's just a guy trying to get adjusted to the speed and I also think he's gonna have a stretch this year where bucket getting uh Keontae George takes over and Mm -hmm. I love how many times he's getting to the free throw line lately I mean he's he's built a mansion at the free throw line the last two games I think he's averaging like 14 attempts a game in the last two games it's absurd so I don't know. I just wanted to see where you're at because I think some people will try to nitpick it and start overthinking like, well, why is he shooting 38% from the field? And I'm like, well,
0: look at what the shots he's making. I have zero concerns about the percentages. Um, When you look at, I I think it's a lot of what we talked about with Benedict Matherin last year, Yes, where we all knew Matherin was a hell of a shooter, but the percentages were like 36, 37%. Not bad, but it's like, this dude's being pegged as this awesome shooter, this awesome scorer, and he's shooting thirty six percent. Like that, that doesn't match up. But then you watch the film, and he's hitting these movement threes. He's covering ground. He's running off of shit constantly, and that's a lot of what Keontae's doing this year in that Baylor system. There's a ton of movement by the gu- required by the guards in that system, and that's new for him. He hasn't had to do that before. It was so at, at IMG, a lot of it was just, hey, let me just spot up off of Jairus or run a pick and roll or go out of isolation and is so much more simplified. And his legs were there later in games. You know, he's a young kid, obviously. He's a freshman and he's doing a lot of new stuff that he hasn't been exposed to before. And I think there's an adjustment that comes to that. The mechanics look the same on every shot. He makes some really tough fucking shots. The way he attacks the rim, his physicality, his strength, the way he's getting to his spots. Um, It's not like the flashy space creation that guys like Trey Mann generate, but it's physical and he knows how to kind of generate just those tiny enough windows where he can get a shot off. Um, I was really worried about a space creation coming into this year, but. There's a lot more craft and kind of nuance into it that doesn't jump off the screen. So would I like him to be shooting 40 to 45 percent from three? Obviously, am I worried that he's not? No, because I think the shot's there. We've seen him be an elite shooter. He was always pegged as an elite shooter. I think it gets there. And in in the NBA, early in his career, he's not going to be asked to be doing a lot of the stuff that he's doing right now. But he can grow into that eventually. And then the I I, I just I'm really buying into him. Um, So he's currently listed, like you said, at uh, average rating of 10.3. How much higher do you think that can get?
1: I mean, I think he's got a shot to go top seven, top six. Um, I think he's a uh microwave stretch away from even getting higher than that. I just think some teams are gonna look at him and be like, he's a playmaker with good size. I, I like how he uses his body sometimes. He's relentless when he, he will yeah. go right at people with his with his frame. And um seeing him in person, you know, he's listed at 6'4 185. Seeing him in person, I was like, he's a ball of muscle. It's like I would not want to deal with this guy like as a defender. Like he just he's kind of ripped. I was like 185 he looks 210 it's like it's just one of those things where i was like well, okay well then that frame looks like he's got some some good room to put on some some good weight like and he doesn't need much but um
0: okay so re- let, 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 let's play a little this or that um Kiante or Jerris?
1: it depends it, it, it depends on what team i'm running it no i i mean nope. it, I, I would take
0: Jerris. uh Keontae or brandon miller I would take Brandon Miller, Keontae or Amen
1: Thompson. We're in a, we're in a, we're in a world of hurt right now. That one would keep me up at night if I had like the sixth pick. And or, did you say or Amen? Yeah. I I would probably <laughs> still go Amen. I, I I I'm I just did Amen Thompson's video too, and yes, I, I was a very big fan. So I would still go Amen. Keontae or or Asar? Um, I don't want to answer it. I love them both. I really do love them both,
0: Keontae or Cam Whitmore.
1: I would go Keontae right now.
0: Keontae or Nick Smith.
1: I would go Keontae. Okay. Keontae and Asar is where you got me in a in a tough place. Everybody <laughs> else, I would say Keontae.
0: Okay. Perfect.
1: do you agree with those answers?
0: Um, not entirely. I I have yet to. I haven't had time to do the full OTE film dive uh, recently
1: re- so re- well you mean i hate when you just bow out of that i'm gonna start doing the this or that to you so okay all right no, so, I, miss-
0: I, so i i have Keontae six right now so i would take jairus i would take brendan miller and i would take a man over him that'd be it
1: okay that's a good one i, I appreciate that so all right hit, hit me with some stuff let's go let's get okay. this let's get this cooking we're at 50 um, minutes people don't uh, want to listen to stock prices for an hour and a half so let's, let's get
0: going how dare you people love math um <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy who just made his triumphant return. Uh, Baba Miller, 75 shares at 202.
1: I literally was going to throw that (laughs) curveball at the end, so that's great.
0: Um, So He's average ranking of 49.6. I still have no idea what to think of him, but I know there are a lot of people out there really high on him, and I can't imagine that he goes this low come draft time. So I think he ends up playing his way up into near first round, and I will turn a nice little profit on that.
1: Okay, I'll let I'll, I'll I'll let you do that one. So, what are you at right now? So, you have baba unbelievable. So, I have $160 remaining. Okay, 160. I'm going to go uh and what do I have left? Hit me. 15454. That sounds about right. I have that too. It is. Um, I'm going to go 40 shares of Colby Jones at 33. He's at $2 and 99 cents. That is the biggest robbery. I mean, they might write the town sequel from this robbery. So I'm telling you, I love Colby Jones. I've, I've seen Metcalf starting to get alive on that. The no ceilings crew is starting to get alive on it, on the Colby Jones train. I'm so proud of everyone. It's about time you guys came around. I mean, uh, Xavier's prodigal son. I just love Colby Jones. He's going to go so much earlier in 33. I I love that. Yeah, I I have him at 20
0: right now. Um, We've talked a ton of Colby Jones. Yeah, we don't. There's there's a lot to love. Um,
1: So update my money. What am I at? You have $34.78 left. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. What a great, great job I'm doing right now. Well, yeah. Couldn't
0: be more proud. Um, Okay. Do I... Do I want to go safe? You know, no one keep likes it, keep, safe. Keep the portfolio balanced.
1: No, no one likes safe. Um, oh, my
0: God. I really Scared don't like it. money don't make money. <laughs> I really don't like some of these prices. Like there, there are some guys here in the 16 to 22 range where I'm like, they're not going to be there next, next no, update. I know. And not in the good way, unfortunately. Oh, God. Um, all right. I, I think I'm going to go with jalen wilson um
1: that's a good one
0: average ranking of 39.1 256 a share right now let me play around with numbers see what i can get out of this um i'm gonna go go i'm gonna go 30 shares um for a total of 76 dollars sorry go ahead
1: no we've talked a lot about jalen wilson too absolutely love him um i think he's gonna be great value wherever he gets drafted um, I feel like some no ceilings guys have cooled on him which i was shocked to hear that but i still am a big fan i still think he's gonna be a versatile piece wherever he goes so he's ranked 39th on this one at 256. i think that's good value right there um all right i'm gonna have some fun now so give me uh i've got 34 dollars left now i'm gonna start being just a madman Give me uh give me five shares.
0: Oh god, you're going to do this to me! Oh yeah,
1: give me five shares of Deron
0: Holmes. (laughs) Okay,
1: he's forty eight point seven ranking. He's at two dollars and five cents. Highway robbery. Deron Holmes is the hottest thing right now since you know sliced bread, since sunscreen was invented. I mean, he is scorching his game log. If you want to go have a fun time, you pull up College Basketball Reference and look at Deron Holmes's game log. Lately, is absurd. It looks like a video game. So, yeah, we're going to have some fun now. Now I'm really going to make some some good values. This is where people really get rich, Metcalf, is when they're just strategic.
0: Uh, yeah, see, you, you, you're you over here just trying to plan to pay the bills, and I'm over here trying to no, shop And for I'm yachts. I'm buying the
1: Knicks. I'm buying the <laughs> Knicks.
0: <laughs> now I'm going to buy an airline with the <laughs> Okay, so how much okay. money do I have left? Tell me. Twenty four dollars and fifty one cents. Unbelievable.
1: Okay, let's okay. let's keep let's keep this
0: going. Um, I'm I'm using the rest of my budget. Uh, eighty three shares, penny stock, Kobe Buffkin. We're
1: doing Wow, it. what what a classic! Hey, I'm a Michigan guy.
0: <laughs> Last pick. Okay,
1: I have a feeling you might have some words tomorrow at No On I Mr. do, Kobe and Bufkin.
0: based on my rough outline, it's between. 2000 and a million so good it it might take a while um
1: okay here let's now i'm gonna have some some good fun okay um i'm gonna go 10 shares of ricky council the fourth at a dollar 89 that's absurd i mean i'm just robbery love ricky council think he needs to get a little bit more consistent, but he's a mid-range assassin. What's that put me at?
0: You have $5.61 remaining.
1: Unbelievable. I mean, just, this is great. Okay. My last one. This is going to be my last one.
0: Oh, thank God. I was, I was a little, little concerned you are about to rattle off five different guys. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: um, for fun, I'm just going to do this, just because this is what the people want. Wait, can I get two shares? oh i can't wait yes i can give me two shares of Amani bates <laughs> at 229 a share let's go i love it hey Amani's gonna be weird because he's putting up some games where i like cuckoo and then i i'm preparing to have a day where i'm like i'm gonna figure this out and watch imani bates and i'm either gonna buy in or i'm gonna be out but the shot selection is crazy, but also the shot making is insane. So, you know he's he's forty third here. I, I think a shot he's got a shot to go much earlier than that. I think someone's gonna
0: bite. All right. Well, you have an extra dollar remaining. Do you want me to throw that on one of your? Do you want me to give you an extra share of Mike Miles? No. Or are you you just gonna go with a, a, another one share of some someone else? <sighs>
1: Uh, you know what? I'm looking right now, real quick, because I think he's going to be on here. And I, okay, good, he's on here. I didn't want to buy him. Okay, um, give me a uh, a dollar, James Naji. Give it to me. No. Yeah, <laughs> Macav, I told you we're buying the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> do you understand how much money I'm going to make right now? This is unbelievable. They're going to write books about this. No, I'm 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 having fun. Okay, so yeah, that that's a good. Dollar throw. Um, I I think Najee's just had a great performance. I'm gonna have an around the world on him coming up in the near future. And uh he just had a big performance. And I've talked to some people that are still very big fans of Najee. And he said, Hey, when one guy, one scout said if he went to Texas, he'd be in the first round. So I said, That's a that's a good quote. I might, you know, say that a couple times. (laughs) But um I just he's an intriguing guy. And I think with the international class, if you're looking for a raw guy to develop, we're talking about draft prices here. I think Naji's going to go early, even if some teams like, Hey, this might be a stash guy or something. He's got plenty of tools. He's just raw, but big, strong forward, big, whatever you want to call it. And uh, a lot of talent, but this was fun. Metcalf. Okay. I was a little, I was a little nervous at first, but <laughs> this was great. I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so a, we'll all too. We'll, we'll
0: we'll update this as uh, every time Corey puts out the rankings, and it'll obviously not be a full hour. It'll just be a little segment where we sell sell off shares of guys we think have risen a little too high and may may not go that high. Um, who are who have peaked at their value, and you know maybe buy in on some guys who are unnecessarily falling. But we'll update this throughout the season. Um, just like we will with the green room. Um, Rucker, plug away, tell the people where they can find you.
1: NoceilingsNBA.com. You can follow us on YouTube. We're going to have a shitload of draft content on the the move right now. Um, Once we get through all those midterms, we're going to have about 50 of those, maybe 40 to 50, and then we'll be getting specific player breakdowns. Everything's been cooking. Um, NBA fans that are starting to get over here on the draft side, we see you. We know you're coming. Welcome. Welcome. It's been a it's been a wonderful year, and we're excited you're going to join us. So um, for everyone listening, if you haven't yet, please go to NoSealingsNBA.com and read Metcalf's piece on Kobe Bufkin. He's really fun. He's a good guy. Metcalf knows what he's talking about. So Metcalf, it's been a pleasure. I enjoy doing this with you. This episode was fun.
0: Can't wait to look back and see how much money I made. It's going to be great. Thank you, sir. This one was a lot of fun. I'm glad we were able to do a, do something a little bit different. But once again, I'm Tyler Metcalf. You can follow me on Twitter at TMetcalf11. You- you can find all of our written work at nocealingsnba.com. It's 100% free. Just click that subscribe button to make sure that you never miss anything that gets published. You can follow us across all socials at nocealingsnba and on YouTube at no Ceilings TV. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us grow, it would mean a lot if you could subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating. Until next time, see ya.